And what I noticed right off the bat, big Jakari Brown. I'm looking over here and I'm thinking Jakari is some walk walk on from somewhere because <laughs> it's not registering that Jakari Brown is the, is the freshman of the group. I already got his biscuits and gravy weight on him. Welcome to South Florida, the bottom of the clip of the gunshine state. Ha. What them boys still boring in that way? Big plate, get it for the 18 if you straight get cake. And stop hating, it's the model of the state. Ha. A lot of face, but it's still real around here. That talk, that can get Ready? Alright, man, here we go, man. We got Gaddis under the goddamn trampoline. <laughs> we got Coach Gaddis under the trampoline, man. Listen, we out here, man. Beautiful day, first day of practice. Spring practice. Um, we just walked in here for the first time. We thought we wasn't. We thought we wouldn't have access. Found out late last night we would have access, uh, and we here. Walked in here. I can tell you right off the bat, different energy, different level of expectation, different sense of urgency. They moving with. Uh, nobody's walking around. Nobody's laughing. Um, just a different. <clears throat> Just a different level of intensity on, on day one. Um, I've been out here for years now. It's a different level day one, man. I, I've been coming out here for years, so I've seen different regimes. I've seen Rick. I've seen Randy. I've seen Mania. I've seen Al Golden. Um, yeah, I'm here to tell you, man. It's a different level of of of, of intensity. A different a different focus, and you feel it as soon as you walk in the door. Uh, we walked in, they was getting ready. Um, we got the quarterbacks to our right. We're right now looking at the wide receivers. Um, when I walked in, they were all running drills, all together. Mario Cristobal was in the middle of them, um, leading the drills, barking out commands. Um, I don't know. I'm just blabbing right now. I'm just excited to be in here <laughs> covering the new University of Miami team. Um, anything in here looks different. Uh, they had some head guards on when it, when it started over their helmets. I've never seen them do that. Um, we're looking at... We're, right now we're eyeing the wide receivers. Everybody seems to put on a little more muscle. I mean that that I can see that clearly right off the back. Um, a little more definition in their arms, arms a little more swollen. I don't know if they've been heavy on the muscle milk. Of a, co a coach just been they've been getting it in the last few weeks. Um, just give me a second. I'll pull out the list of the guys that aren't here. There's a lot of guys aren't here. Uh, we covered a little bit on the, on the show this morning, and we got to add ten more. Ten more guys to that to, to that list. So I'm gonna give you some of the names. So we got number 88 right here, <clears throat> Dante Johnson, wide receiver out of Covington, Georgia. I'll give you some of these wide receivers, huh? Okay, we got eight. Frank Lassen. Frank Lassen looks put together, uh, fit. Doesn't look anything like he looked when he left um, South Florida. I've been at Clemson for a while now. Um, Thick kid. Uh, next we have right here 47. Oh, Michael Irvin jersey on. 
That's Mike Tubbs, wide receiver out of Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, then we got 35. 35 not even on the roster. What'd that be about? We know what that be about. <clears throat> we got Coach Gaddis out here. Coach Gaddis is like he wake up in the morning and do a little running himself, man. He look, look a little fit himself. So obviously he going to be out here in the fray with the kids getting the work in. I like them shoes he got on. So um, that's number eight right there, Frank Lassen. Um, right on the tip of my tongue, man. I want to say Wiggins, Wiggins, Wiggins. I've seen Wiggins wear that number eight for so long. But Big Wiggins isn't here. A number that's missing on the roster is number six. Number six is usually Sam Brooks. You know what I'm saying? We'll get into that a little later. But uh, we don't have either number six showing up on the roster. Um, there's number 19. Dazzling Warsham, wide receiver, three-year sophomore out of Birmingham, Alabama. Alabama. Um, we, Alabama. Alabama. Warsham um, has been here for a while. We want to see Warsham emerge. And there's our guy from South Florida, the crib, Restrepo, Mr. Big Play in the house, uh, Mr. Crew Cut. And then we got the one guy that everybody's looking forward to right here, Jacoby, number 15, Jacoby George, wide receiver out of Lot of Hill, Florida. Um, came on last year, ran back punts. Um, sure handed kid, one of those gold feet kids. So now, and here we got my everybody's favorite right here. I have number one NFT, <laughs> Bashar Smith, just just jacked on the, on on the. <laughs> <laughs> on the drill but we got Mr. Brashad Smith in the house um, last year man one of the freshmen on the offensive side that um, that actually had some some real output uh, Brashad Brashad showing up 5'10 194 pounds sophomore out of Richmond Heights Florida from the 305 down south Brashad Smith um, we talk about Brashad a lot Brashad grew up playing for Richmond I'm not sure what's going on with that drill right now, but it's not working for it's not working for Bashad. But oh uh oh. oh. Gaddis not Gaddis ain't going for it now. Gaddis, Gaddis ain't going for it. Gaddis say we'll get this thing going, we'll keep doing it until we get it together. All right, so here we go, man. We out here. We out here with the quarterbacks. Um, I, like I said, I talked. I talked in nauseam about there being a quarterback competition, thinking there should be a quarterback competition. But what I noticed right off the bat, big Jakari Brown. Jakari, I'm looking over here and I'm thinking Jakari some walk walk on from somewhere because it's not registering that Jakari Brown is is the freshman of the group. Kid is 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 is, is what six five and he's to be coming out of high school. He's not a slim kid. See, in South Florida, I'm used to seeing these kids leaving high school, living off of sodas and potato chips, uh, skinny. Then they get to college and they put on some weight. Sky Brown uh, already got his biscuits and gravy weight on him. He can't. He got big thighs, big arms, and I can only imagine that he's going to get bigger. Um, Real impressive uh, on the look for Jakari Brown. Uh, also, we got our starter right here. Here we go, Tyler Van Dyke. Uh, said he's been looking. 
Uh oh. So so listen. So listen. Gaddis just stopped the whole practice and, and, and informed everybody. Informed everybody that this is a football field. This is it. This is it. Uh, golf. This is it. Tennis. We out here doing live drills. So we gonna do it like it's live. You know what I'm saying? You practice how you play. Here's Big Jacory Brown. Um, Something just tell me this kid is going to get some snaps this year for something. Like, he, he, I just feel like he's going to get in the game somehow. Um, so we got a, we got drills coming. There's number 17, Peyton Motaka. Uh, and now we got number 16 coming up. He's not even on the roster because the only 16 we have registered is Malik Curtis. Um... You know who else looks uh, impressive? Big Jaleel Skinner. Jaleel Skinner, out of pass, is like a little skinny little bean pole. I've met Jaleel Skinner a couple of times. I've talked to him a few times. But uh, in pass, Jaleel Skinner, Jaleel Skinner is, is, is thick. And he's been here a while. I, I mean, maybe maybe they muscle, they don't muscle milk them and, and stake them and put a couple pounds on them. Um, but Jaleel Skinner also is falling under that Jaquari Brown and, impressive freshman first look so here we go man we got number nine Tyler Van Dyke dropping back throwing the pass to uh, Jacoby George Uh, we should see a lot of that coming in the near future here's Jake Garcia Jake Garcia is out here no no brace on knee leg Um, I don't see a brace on anything he's raw dogging it I don't see um uh, I, don't, I don't see any any indication that he was injured. Um, at all. At all. Uh, now Jake seems to be one that looks like he's been skipping the old muscle milk. <laughs> like Jake, like Jake, <laughs> like Jake been skipping the old muscle milk, but he probably hasn't been able to really work out as much because he was he was injured. Um, so here we go. We out here with the safeties, um, and it's something we don't we don't see a lot. You got the safeties alone, practicing alone. It's usually just a group of DBs. Um, it's usually just a group of DBs together we've seen in the past. But right now we, we got the safeties with their own single uh, individuals uh, led by Demarcus Van Dyke, and then we got the, the cornerbacks actually. Okay, so no more video. Bro. Alright man, Wesley was saying right off the bat, got the number 31 on. 31. He on the billboard. He got the 31 on. And um, saw the history, man, and looked at it and was like, oh, man, listen, this is what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? I want to come right to the University of Miami, get right in and play. We hear he's working hard, and we, we hear Wesley is doing his thing, bro. Man, I just heard something about he might take somebody's position. <laughs> take somebody's spot, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what it's about, man, competition. Um, we just walked out of there halfway halfway through the session. Uh, we walked out of there. They let us we get we got more viewing time than we actually thought. Yeah, that's yeah, that's um, new regime, so things are going to be done different. So I guess that's why we're getting words so late. Um, different intensity, though. Different level of expectation. You can 
feel it for them. You yeah. feel it for us. The players look a lot more focused. They don't look like anybody like playing around. Cause not saying that they was doing that previous years, but you can see like certain players do some playing around a little bit. You can plan around, not involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the yeah, end, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You know, at the end you had some of the Pope Wiggins them, they were kinda kinda distant. Bubba always was fucking in the grass, playing yeah, Bubba, 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 he's a superstar. He <laughs> rapping he in the video, yeah. doing whatever you want to do. None of that's going on today because you got a lot more eyes out there. You know what I'm saying? It seems to be like the professionalism is, is, is a lot higher. Um, the same things we've been talking about, man. You raise the bar, you raise the standard, you jump higher. That's it. You, you jump higher. Uh, yeah, today I noticed um, in the DB group, safeties were working separately from the cornerbacks. Right. Um, I don't think we seen that last year. Yeah. Maybe in the previous year, yeah, but last year we didn't see that a lot. Like it was, They was working together a lot. That says what to you? Um, it says, you know, let's get each group and focus on each group to get that, you know, to do do their job. Yeah. Individually. Individually. Right, right, right. You know what I'm right. saying? So now you got safeties out there trying to do a cornerback too. Sometimes in the game they could be thinking we're well, corner. We got a cornerback. You know what I'm saying? But right. Right. I'm sure even the coaches on the staff, uh, even the coaches on the staff feel the pressure or the, or the different level. I've spoke to coaches, man, and they, and they feel it's a different level of organization, a different level of expectation coming out of it. Um, you see Gaddis out there, ain't ain't messing around. Uh, sent Rashad through the drill two or three times. They were going under the, they were going around. Um, up under something like a trampoline. I guess it was simple back up to get low on the route. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And he, he, wasn't, he wasn't having it. He stopped practice one time, told him, hey, listen, man, this is a football field. This ain't golf. This ain't tennis. Ain't your mama backyard. We out here playing football, and we gonna practice as such. Um, I know these are the, these these are normal things for winning teams, right? But I'm be honest with you, man. These were things that were not of our that culture. were void. <laughs> that were that were leaving our culture. That was kind of void, and it became kind of mundane at, at one time. What we were seeing. Yeah, it wasn't in our culture. Um, our kids was like, you know, um, not, not saying they half assed but just not. Taking things personal, right? Why they on the field? You know, um, every old cane statement when they got on the practice field, that was the hardest. That was harder than the game, right? You know, now it's, it's backwards. Right, right, right. Practice is easy. We get in the game, it's hard. You know right, what I'm right, saying? Right, so right. it's gotta try to get back to that, right? See some familiar faces out there. Like, I saw we saw Bane. We saw oh, Bane. Bane. Bane back out there on the field, running around like it's his playground again. Big talk big about Bane. the Talbot nightmare Bane. over. He said the nightmare Talbot over. Talk Bane. Um, out there on the field, uh, Jason Taylor, uh, Jason Taylor, Rolling Coach Smith, Rolling out, Smith there. out there. Just got it officially announced yesterday. Well, Rolling got officially announced like yesterday. That. Yeah, yesterday, late last night or something, something like that. Look at that, Mario still was working. Right, right. He just lost his mom. He's working. Right. So listen, the thing is this: we're talking about the high school rule. Um, did a little talking to a couple people, man, and had fun. Found out Florida State hired like three or four high school coaches. Yeah. Something with this rule isn't there anymore. Something with this rule isn't isn't there anymore. They're not going to enforce it. Something is happening with this rule. They're not going to enforce it. They changed it. I, I think what they're doing, they're saying, well, look, we, we could hire them, and then they just basically saying that guy just can't have no recruiters to do it. That's cool. Right. Because it becomes hard to say you can't. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, maybe a lot of co other coaches aren't in the team's budgets to hire them, so they're like, man, I could just hire this guy. Right. Right. 
Right. So, so that, that's what I was thinking. Like, you look around. I know we, we're bringing on two high school coaches, but if you look around the country, who else has picked up high school coaches? I know it just wasn't us. That's a lot of schools. Right. Right. And and I'm just believing that this rule has changed. The understanding of it has changed. Um, and we're gonna eventually get to the bottom of it. So listen, man, Caneville, we out here. First day of spring practice. We do have access. You don't get anywhere like you get it here. Y'all, shout out to y'all. IOD squad. NFT is about to drop on the 18. And we got one of the, of the characters on the coaching staff um, who all the kids have talked highly about, who they probably have the most, the, the, the closest relationship with is the strength and the conditioning guy. Because that's who it all starts with. That's who camp starts with. That's who they become close to. I've heard people in the past talk about Swayze. And Swayze was the one that that was a lot of kids' introduction into the University of Miami. So now we have Oregon's strength and conditioning coach that's came over, um, Coach Fells, which is the stats, which we've seen has been rated as the top strength and conditioning coach in college football. I don't know who's out here rating strength and conditioning coach, but I'm going to respect their work and whatever they're doing. If they're going to say, ah, guy, is the guy. But I heard this guy challenges them physically. I heard he challenges them more mentally. And the kids are very receptive to it, um, what he's got going on and, and what he's preaching. You see him in the middle, man, lit. Listen, man, we'd like to say thank y'all. Thank y'all for watching. We'd like to say hit the subscribe button share hit the alert bell and if you don't hit the subscribe button right now you're a hater because it's free caneville footballville man nobody do it like us Welcome to South Florida, the bottom of the clip of the gunshine state. Ha. What them boys still boring in that way? Big plate, get it for the 18 if you straight get cake. And stop hating, it's the model of the state. Ha. A lot of face, but it's still real around here. We got the defense, we got the warm up going on. Uh, all the coaches out here. I see we got big Ed Reed out here in the, hanging out in the middle. It's just a warm-up we got going on. That big Savage Joseph. Savage Joseph, we can go back. Savage Joseph to the Florida State Wesley Bussaint story when Wesley Bussaint threw up the U. We're far away. We're a long, far away from that, all right? But we're going to revisit it for a second. When Wesley Bussaint threw, up the, threw down the U at Florida State, former Miami Central Coach Savage Joseph, former Miami Central Coach Savage Joseph was the one standing next to him. Savage Joseph was the one that... Coached him in high school. Went on to be a Florida State coach. Mario took him back. And now he's a University of Miami coach. Savage Joseph, I saw him walking out, <laughs> walking out this facility the other day on live. Walking out of facility on the live. He gave me a hug. Home, hometown kid back at the crib. So that's the Savage Joseph story. And then we got Mario Cristobal out here. Um, Tell out in front of the DBs, finna throw in his U hat. Didn't that feel good to see Mario representing the U, big dog? See him back home. 
leading the team. Somebody who we know is passionate about the program. We're going to get the program back on track. Um, so that's Mario out here leading in front. And we told you in the, in, in days of past, in, in times of past, um, we wouldn't see the other coach out here in the middle of things at the beginning. Um, we, so, so that's different from an aspect of what we see. You understand what we see. Now, we were only out here 25 minutes, 15 minutes before. and um, so, so maybe we didn't see it. But visually, what we can tell you about is something different. There go our legend, man, Miami Central State Champ, Coach Patty Roland Smith, who we thought wasn't sure if he was going to actually be on the staff because of all the NCAA rules. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> but here he go. He's out here in the middle of the fray, man. And that's good to see Roland Smith out here, man. Man in the community who's led plenty of kids out of the gutter, out of the ghetto, and into college careers. Um, and see, now we got the big dog, James Williams. Um, James Williams, second year out here looking a little looking a little thicker with the big zero on. You know that's some hoods, right? You know that's some hood. Youth football. <laughs> zero, double zero. That's some hood. And the college allowed it a couple years ago. And you knew the kids from South Florida was going to take advantage of it because um, they just want to be different. James Williams, second year, um, him, Cam. I would say even though they're the younger kids, will be leaders on the defense. Um, Cam isn't out here right now. He's nursing the injury. Um, but big dog James, who I say is a first-rounder, who will be a first-rounder, no matter what you think, I say he was a first-rounder when he was 12. Um Hit year two, different staff, different leadership. We should see a different James. Are there things in his, his game he has to fix? Of course. Even he knows that. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes he's a little overzealous. Sometimes uh, he doesn't rap when he tackle. But he was a kid. Thrown in the fray. He got it done. I think he was one of the top freshman DBs in college football. And you can only go up from there. All right. Uh, we got Frank Lassen Jr. out of South Dade. Um, Frank Lassen committed to Clemson. Frank Lassen Jr. out of South Dade. Frank Lassen committed to Clemson um, <clears throat> a couple of years ago. Went to Clemson. Spent three years at Clemson. Um, yeah, say what it is. Didn't do much. In 2020, he had um, 18 receptions for 281 yards. 2019, he had nine receptions. In 2021, he had four receptions. Um, I would never doubt Frank Lassen's talent. Um, I'm heard he, he he was he was injured, gimped up a lot. Sometimes sometimes a new scenery is, is what anybody can use. Uh, not just kids when we're talking about football. We're just talking about in general. Sometimes new scenery can help you and your family out. Sometimes you need a different job. Sometimes you need something to put more energy in you. Um, and we're hoping that's what the University of Miami can do for Frank Lassen because Frank Lassen, six three. 205 pounds when he left out of South Florida uh, he's one of the top talents in the nation and I mean I'm talking about on tackle and seven on seven um, he, he, he had the body a body type that you, you couldn't coach and then he had the skill set to go with it um, 
he's the largest target we have at wide receiver right now. All right, so 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 Frank Lapson, 2021, four receptions, 19 yards. 2020, 18 receptions, 281 yards. 20, 2019, nine receptions, 128 yards. No touchdowns. But listen, man, he's at University of Miami now, different regime. He's back home. It's probably more comfortable. You saw where Tyreek came down here and did. Frank Lassen's going to come down here and do, it, do the same thing, make it happen, get this thing popping, Frank, for the crib crib. Yeah, I heard that too. I heard the same thing. Yeah. You know what it's like? Jimmy told us it's a small thing that's coming. Right. It's a patio. It's a home. Man, it's good to see you here. Same here. Yeah. All right. So you're looking live at Puny DVD's legs. DVD, he has played in the league. And somehow, somehow could not gain 15 pounds. Now listen, man, you're looking at the DBs um, all together. Uh, DBs is probably one of the deeper, probably one of the deeper positions that we have on the team, uh, even with guys out. You know what I'm saying? Even with guys out. Uh, right here on the end, you see James Williams. We talked a little bit about James. Um, but we have a bunch of guys here, man. The, the dynamic of college football uh, it's something different. It's something different these days. Hold on. Yeah. You too close? The dynamic of college football is something different these days, man. There, there's four or five-year guys on this defense, maybe six years on this defense. When you're starting to talk about DJ Ivy, start talking about Blaze, that's grown men. That, that's grown men on your defense. Um, if you could just get them locked in and all on the same page, um, that has to be a that has to be a plus. Now that's cross college football. That's a cross college football. I, I mean, um, so I'm not saying that's just something that's privy to Miami. But what I'm saying is the dynamic of college football and what it is today. So going down, you got number 15, Avante Williams. We all know the Avante Williams story. Um, we all know the Avante Williams story. <clears throat> You have to Corey Couch. Um, we hope to have a bounce. We have to Corey Couch. We hope to have a bounce back year. Um, not sure what happened with Corey Couch last year. Um, seemed a little off. Um, heard that something personal, but we're not gonna get into that because I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know what what that is. But to Corey Couch was going into last year as ACC top five cornerback in the ACC, um, and it didn't end like that. He had number twenty, Jalen Harold. Um, Jalen, Jalen Harrell, big body, as you can look and see. I mean, he looks to be similar, almost close to size of James when you look at them and they stay next to each other. Maybe not as tall, but 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 the size is, is, is comparison. Um, we haven't seen much out of Jalen Harrell, um, but but we're hoping that Jalen Harrell can put it together and, and, and get it done. Blaze, we're hearing, had an awesome offseason. Uh, uh, well, workout camp. We're hearing Blaze had a great camp, and he's that he's locked on. Um, he's put on some weight; looks a lot bigger. We know his pedigree. I mean, we know what what Blaze, his genes, his genetic build. We we know we know all of that. And over here working with the DBs, we got Coach Roland Smith um, out here with the DB. We got DVD. We got Coach Adai. Um, 
maybe five, six coaches, and I have never seen, I've never seen that many coaches just with one position. Uh, but like I said, we've talked in that nauseam about it being three more, three times the coaches out here. All right, so here we go. Uh, University of Miami um, <clears throat> quarterback position. Before De'Aaron King, um, we struggled. We struggled at the quarterback position. Uh, I'm not saying anything you guys don't know. Boy, my, has, have things have changed. As uh, we bring in Netflix star Jake Garcia, we bring in a highly talented Ja'Cory Brown, and then second half of last season, Tyler Van Dyke emerges. In the fire. Tyler Van Dyke emerges. When we thought Tyler Van Dyke, let's be honest, was going to be the odd man out. And squeeze between King and Garcia. Tyler Van Dyke emerges 2,931 yards, 25 touchdowns, six interceptions with a quarterback rating. So Tyler, so Tyler Van Dyke came in second half of the second half of the season, took over for an injured a injured King who who wanted who who wanted I'm sure wanted to finish the season, had all the NIL deals, but uh, the Alabama game I think is when King got injured. Um, Oddly to say, no different than when Florida State quarterback career was basically ended with the Alabama game. Um, King goes out. Tyler comes in. Um, I think his first game was versus the House of the Blind. Uh, <laughs> but he goes into Duke. Well, Duke was the last game. He comes in the pit game. We win 38-34. 42 attempts, 32 attempts. Completions were 426 yards um, versus Pitt, Tyler Van Dyke. That was kind of the point where we realized, holy crap, do we have our better quarterback on the bench? Now Tyler Van Dyke going into this season, we'll be in the Heisman Trophy talk. Um, I'll just say it now. I mean, we have one of the best quarterbacks in college football. You know what I'm saying? We faced the Heisman Trophy candidate winner last year and Bryce Young. And we were the one telling you that, hey, listen, Bryce Young is that dude. Don't think he's going to lose the game, yada, yada, yada. He wins the Heisman. Now we're telling you that Tyler Van Dyke will be in the Heisman Trophy talk. And you're hearing here first. I mean, you're getting to see it here first here on Caneville, Footballville. Um, he's our guy. And a lot of times when you're standing in the middle of something, you don't value it. You don't see it. You don't see it that way. Um, but it is what it is. We all saw how he ended the season, had six games, six of the best games in college football. Now he's being led by a different staff, different culture. Um, this is different leadership here. We have Coach Gaddis out here, uh, who's one of the top assistants, top coordinators in college football, comes over. And then you got Frank Ponce, um, who, who Mario Cristobal hired at FIU, brought back to the University of Miami because obviously – he thinks really, really high, um, really, really high of Frank Ponce. And Tyler Van Dyke has the structure around him to get him to that next level, we believe. K.J. Osborne. I'm going to call him K.J. the Great. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Out of Buffalo, came here, and we all know the K.J. Osborne story. Um, now he's back here um, after doing the same thing at Minnesota, um, being lower on the depth chart working his way up, getting an opportunity, and doing his damn thing. Um, K.J. Osborne is out here at practice, watching practice with the man hearse on, the man hearse. 
I don't know what you call a man purse, a merce. I don't know what you call a man purse. But when you get money, you could do shit like that, like Hopkins. <laughs> what Hopkins was trying to buy a purse on um, Hard Knocks that time? What were you trying to buy something? Trying to put his little doggy in the purse? But yeah, man, when you start getting money, man, you start being on different. But man, we got KJ Osborne back out here. Uh, we got Cedric Redwine. He's out here um, somewhere. Uh, I saw Ed Reed. He's out here. Coach Tarber Bain is back out here. Full University of Miami gear. Um, Mario is doing his thing. Um, and which bringing the community back. Really see. Brashad Smith has ran a few a few crisp routes. Um uh, few balls. Uh, some we got Restrepo here next, finna uh, about to run this route. Listen, bro, if you know, let me know in the comment section below. What is Restrepo's superpower? Whatever it is, it's worked at every level. I, I don't like whatever his superpower is, it's worked at every level. He makes plays, he's always made plays. Alright. So um whatever his superpower is, let us know in the comment section below if y'all think Restrepo's superpower is. Listen, let's be clear. We're out here um getting footage, but the University of Miami has kind of changed their procedures and how they want things to be shot. So if you see us close tight, so close that you can see a booger in somebody's nose, it's because they don't want wide shots anymore. Uh, they don't want you guys seeing everything. Well, not you guys, but they're more so worried about um, the the foe. If we the Crips, they worry about the bloods. They worry about the bloods <laughs> locking in and watching their practice and looking at stuff that they ain't got no business looking at. Um, so that's why we're locked in tight, man. Um, we're just going to have to take what they give us uh, as of now. Um, and I'm sure as it goes, we'll grow. All right, man, day two. Day two, University of Miami practice. Uh, <clears throat> KJ Osborne was in the house with a man purse. Um, it was a purse, a man purse, a man pocky. Uh, we got to talk to Jake Garcia's family, man. Awesome, awesome guy. I got to talk to his mom and dad. Um, we'll get into that later. Uh, <clears throat> Mario Cristobal leading the practice again out from front. Uh, same energy, same level of of of. of I can just say this over and over again, how the bar is just being raised across the board, what they're expecting of us as media people, what they're expecting out of the kids. Um, we had Coach Topper Bain in the house again. Uh, we get into some Taliban Knight talk. We get into some James Williams talk. Uh, Taliban Tyke will, will, will be a Heisman Trophy candidate uh, coming this following season. Um, you're getting it here first, man. We're telling you here first, and we're going to get a little more in-depth into Tyler Van Dyke and what's going on with Tyler Van Dyke. Um, <clears throat> Sam Brooks shows back up on the roster again. Sam Brooks, hometown kid. We wasn't sure if he was home or off. Where has he been? Number wasn't on the roster last week. Well, they added six back onto the roster. Six of Sam Brooks. Shout out to Sam Brooks, man. Get healthy. Get back on here, man. Y'all stay locked in with us, man. Make sure you like share and NFTs coming.